Hey, what's up, insiders? Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Nerd Wallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie and loves a plot twist, and also putting away money for retirement. Since I'm not going to be doing this podcast forever, I'm sorry. So listen, listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. So welcome to another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash, the greatest money mindset show on the planet. Listen, according to the latest consumer debt data from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, Americans' total credit card balance is $887 billion in the second quarter of 2022. That's a $46 billion jump from $841 billion in the first quarter. What are we doing with this money? Well, hopefully it's something that will have a return on investment and set your family up for financial freedom. And today's guest is going to tell you how to leverage your credit to build wealth. We have the project multi-billionaire in the building. <laughs> Miss Data Christian is in the building. Uh, I appreciate you. I, I, lo- I love this, uh, this interview. Um, for so many different reasons. Uh, first and foremost, I got my custom Abundance Community jacket on, specifically with the AC. You know, I got a few patches on here. You know what I mean? Harlem Apparel, the NY. You know, you know, uh, uh, ever since one, 1980 to represent, you know what I'm saying, my birthday. But on this side, you know what I'm saying? You know, I got the AC Abundance Community. I got the, you know, the, the NYC in the check. But this patch right here says a lot. It means a lot yes. to me. Uh, because, you know, I grew up in the St. Nicholas Housing Projects uh, in Harlem. And when I found out that Ms. Dana Christian is also from the projects, um, you know, grew up in Grant Projects in Harlem, um, and to know that you recently retired from your government job as a millionaire, um, that is that is awesome. So listen, when I tell y'all that this show is going to be for everybody who ever thought that they had to quit their job in order to build financial freedom, build wealth, this is the, the, the episode for you. For those who, you know, who come from the bottom or whatever the case may be and you think it's not possible, I'm showing you that it's possible. But also for those who think that they have to have all the money to do it, right? Dana is the queen of business funding. And we're going to get into that. She, her students have made or, or have had access to, to over millions of dollars in business funding. So we're going to talk about that. But before we get into all that, who is Dana Christian in your world? Okay, so first I want to say I resigned, I didn't retire, right? Oh. So I gave it up, Uh-oh. right? But yep. Dana Christian is a girl that grew up in Harlem, 
in the projects, um, a teenage mom by the age of 17, high school dropout, mm. and learned to leverage credit to build wealth through real estate. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And and I, and I, I love that you cleared that up, right? Because uh, retirement means you, you did your time, you know, you work there, you get, you know, but but resign is like, listen, I gotta go, I Coolio, me to get it too hot, you know what I mean? Rest in peace to Coolio, right? So like, it means like, all right, it, it's time to go. And, and, and so I love that distinction. Um, and, and oddly enough though, talk, talk a little bit about that, right? Because, um, you were, you know, I saw it on Instagram and I was shocked. I was like, she's still like, you know, she worked for the post office and she, and and because I always knew you as, you know, like, like you were making, you know, you were investing in real estate. You're, you're making your millions. Your students are making, you know, millions and using credit to leverage and build wealth. Um, you know, you know, you know, what made you say, you know what, it's time to go. And why did you hold on to the job that long? Okay. So, uh, got injured on the, at the post office in 2017. 2018, I went out of work and I was receiving workman's comp for two years. And, um, in 2022, July, um, I was like, Dana, why are you still holding on to this job? Like you're not receiving any benefits and you need to let it go so you can move forward. Because sometimes I realize you hold on to a plan B, you can't really succeed in your plan A. And it was just that fear of letting go, which, and even when I was working at the post office, um, my tax business was making four times the money I was making at the post office. But it's just the the security, the fake security, I like to call it. So it was time that I really um, let it go. And it just put me in the mindset of when I first got hired at the post office, and I hate to tell my age, 1996, yeah. right? But the first thing I thought about was, they're going to cut off my food stamps, mm. right? So it was that mindset of being stuck. Wow. So I had to really just let that go to spread my wings. And even as a millionaire, still, you still had that. Because just in, I was still holding on just in case I needed to go back, knowing that it wouldn't work, right? right? Because I know that... I can't go in there and they tell me what to do. Right. Like for this little bit, this, yeah. you know, I don't want to say a little bit of money because right. it served this purpose, yeah. but compared to what I'm making now in real estate, it didn't make sense. So yeah. I needed to let that go. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I love how, you know, you've been able to purchase over 26 rental properties using 0% credit cards. Talk, talk about that, that's, that's big. <laughs> Yes. So I invest mainly in the Cleveland market. I do have houses here in Atlanta and Baltimore. But in the Cleveland market, the houses, the entry point is much cheaper. Yeah. Where you can get a duplex for $20,000. I bought an eight unit for $35,000. A seven unit, $35,000. Of course, it need rehab. Yeah. But all using business credit cards, right? So it's just a power, um, having the knowledge of how to leverage your credit to get the 0% interest business credit cards and to purchase the real estate. Wow, wow. And so now with a uh, rental portfolio of over $3 million, um, talk a little bit about how somebody could could do the same, right? Like be able to uh, get a credit card, 0%, access the funds to be able to buy an asset. That asset is now providing you cash flow. So even 
you know, when when you you got to pay back the credit cards, you can either pay it back in full or you could use your cash flow that you just gotten from the asset to pay. Like, talk a little bit about how somebody could, could run that yeah. same plan. So when you're using credit cards, it's really like cash, right? Because you want to liquidate the credit cards. And the first thing we think about when we're using credit cards is cash advance fee. But never use a cash advance fee. It's a site called Plastique with a Q at the end, and you can use them to pay anyone who normally does not accept credit cards. So once you get your purchase purchase and sales agreement, right, once you get your purchase and sales agreement, you send it to them and they take the money off the card and wire it to the title company. If you buying it, buying a house from a wholesaler, wire the money to um, a wholesaler. So really, anyone can do it. It's just about having the knowledge, right? Being able to get the credit cards yeah, yeah. and buy the house. Because in my head, that was what I was wondering. Like that, and I and I know there's people out there wondering, like, wait, how can I use a credit card to pay? Right? Because that, because you know, I'm, I'm I'm thinking that too. I'm saying. If in order to liquidate the credit card, I'm gonna have to do a cash advance, the bank is gonna charge a a Mm -hmm. cash advance fee, uh, which is usually a higher interest rate as well. So not only do they charge a fee, but the interest rate is gonna be so high. So is it even worth it? Uh, But what you're saying is that there's, you know, there's a website, Plastique.com, where you go to that website, you use the credit card, and they liquidate it for you, and then they do the, the wire transfers to whoever you need to go. So so literally, you're turning credit into cash. cash. Correct. That they do wow. charge a 3% fee, yeah. but you 0% interest. Right. So I always like to say, I have free houses. Right. Right? Because if I borrow money from the bank, purchase these properties, and then my tenants is paying back the credit cards, these are free houses that will cash flow for the rest of my life, my children's life. So wow. that's building real generational wealth. Wow. On somebody wow. else's dime. Wow, wow, wow. And so how did you get, right? So you're, you you know, you have over $1 million in business credit, business funding available mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. So even if, if, if right now, you know, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium comes up and you and you could invest, like they need a million dollars, you could use your, the, the funding, not even your money. Yeah. You could, like, how did you, like, how were you able to accumulate a million dollars in business funding? Okay, so I do have multiple entities, right? So multiple LLCs, right? So I have a total of 15 entities, right? Yeah. But when I first learned the power of business credit cards, right away, I went and got 10 entities, mm. right? Because I'm thinking, all right, if it's a bank like Bank of America that has four business credit cards, and if I have 10 entities, right, that's 40 credit cards from Bank of America only, mm. the average credit card is $20,000, yeah. right? That's a million alone that I could get from Bank of America. What about Chase? What about PNC? What about Truist? Mm. Right? So I'm not I'm not finished yet. Right. Right? right. You know, we're getting the credit cards, yeah. right? So it's just a matter of, first you have to have good credit, right? People always want a shortcut, yeah. right? You know, how can I get business credit cards with bad credit? Yeah. You cannot, right? So fix your credit, yeah. and then you can get access to the funding, right? Yeah. So it's easy to get say $250,000 on one business. So if you have four entities, that's a million dollars. And then so, so, so walk, walk me through that process of getting the credit card, like setting up an entity and then getting the, getting the credit, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think that a lot of times people think it's as simple, simple as, all right, I'm going to start an LLC, I'm going to pay my $100, start the LLC, and then now 
give me $200,000 or $20,000 or whatever. Uh, but the truth is your business has to be set up in a specific way Correct. to get access to that funding. So talk to Correct. about that way. So when you set up an entity, the first thing you want to do is stay away th- from those high-risk names. Anything real estate, trucking, right? So you want to use names like Enterprises, Consulting, Unlimited, manager, Management, Marketing, right? So whatever name you want to use and just put that at the end, right? Have a commercial address, right? So you can have a physical office or you can use a virtual address. Or I tell people to do a registered agent because sometimes that's the cheapest, right? Then have a professional email address. Let Don't end in Yahoo or Gmail, right? So info at yourbusiness.com. A professional telephone number that rings to your, your phone. Go to Duns and Bradstreet, get a free Duns number. You don't need any of their other services. And um, then your personal credit have to be in position. So now once you set up your LLC, so you can set up your LLC today. So now they're going to look at your personal credit, right? So they're looking at at least two-year credit history, right? Utilization under 10%, right? 30%, but 10% is better. No more than three inquiries per um, credit bureau and no late payments in the last two years. Mm. So if you have those two things in position, you can go to Chase and apply for a business credit card, mm. right? And the good thing about Chase, you can apply for two credit cards in the same day and get one inquiry. Wow. So that's how you maximize the amount of funding you get. First, knowing what credit bureaus the banks pull from mm. and what credit cards you can apply for multiple products mm. with one inquiry. Mm. And, then, and then so, you, I mean, you, you have a program um, that teaches people how to do this, right? Correct. Um, does your program, because I'm sure uh, things change. I'm sure that the, you know, like the banks are constantly, ch- you know, changing their criteria and things of that nature. Um, does your program um, teach people, uh, you know, which banks to go to, what, you know, like, like, like the rules that they need, or you know, talk, talk mm-hmm. to them about that. Yes. So we definitely teach um, what banks to apply for. But I'm gonna be honest. It's no secret in getting funding. It's having good credit. If you owe somebody some money, the banks is not going to lend you money. Mm-hmm. If you late, they're not going to lend you any money, right? So we definitely teach that. But a lot of times, people want to take the shortcut, yeah. right? I was late last week. Can I get funded? Yeah, no. no. Right? <laughs> I owe I Capital One from two years ago. Can I get funded? No. Right? Because you got to look at it like this, right? Let's just say your cousin, if they, you know they owe your sister money, your brother money. By the time they come to you asking for some money and you ain't paying them, what you going to say? All right. No. no. The banks is the same way. Yeah. But the answer to your question, yes, we do teach that. But, you know, it's real, no real big secret. Yeah. Right? You yeah. have to have good credit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And sometimes, um, you know, it's just about making a phone call to the bank. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because, you know, just being honest, when I learned about the business funding, I was in this program. It was a funding program. And they wanted to charge us 10% to get the funding for us, right? Yeah. And our calls was on Thursday night. But Wednesday night, we got a call. So it was a bunch of, well, an email saying it was a call. So it was a bunch of us on the call. And they sharing information about, you know, how they do the funding. So afterwards... I was up to three o'clock in the morning mm. searching every bank mm. that offer business credit cards. Yeah. And then the next week, I started applying, yeah. right? So then once I applied and I was getting approved for some, like my credit was good though, I was getting approved for some, some of the limits was less, and then some I was getting denied. So I looked at my credit report. I'm like, how can I have done this different? And I'm like, okay, by knowing who pulls from what, and I know once I get to that fourth bank, mm-hmm. I either got denied or the amount was less. Wow, okay. Right? Yeah. So, you know, it's just really being strategic 
you know, with knowing who pulls from where. And so, so, so let me ask, is it the same, right? So like, I know, you know, your personal credit is broken down into five categories, right? You have your payment history, you have your usage ratio, you have the length of credit history, you have your credit mix, and you have any new credit that you have, right? Mm -hmm. That new credit is people pulling from your credit Correct. and you want to make sure you don't have a lot of hard inquiries. Mm -hmm. um, if, from a business perspective, when you're applying for these credit cards, um, is there the same type of system where every time you 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 apply with your business, there you know there's an inquiry on your on your business um, profile, um, and then also uh, if you have to have good credit, which sounds like you have to like personally guarantee it, okay. um, you know, is that hard inquiry also going to be on your credit report? So most um, most banks don't look at the business profile. Mm. So they just looking at the personal because the business profile does show your ability to pay back debt, mm. right? Like when people bill those net 30s, which you don't have to, to get a credit card from Bank of America, right? That's when just showing your ability to pay back debt. So the inquiry will not show on your business because Bank of America don't report to your business credit mm. profile. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so now is that inquiry being on your personal, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, does that, you know, like, like now if you're going to different banks and you're getting those different business credit cards, now you're going to have all these multiple, you know, inquiries. Um, doesn't that negatively inf affect your personal credit? But those, um, inquiries can be removed from the business. Any inquiries that's not attached to an open personal account can be removed. So let me let me let me just understand you because like you because you nonchalant <laughs> dropping some gems like hold on hold on hold on I don't know like let, let me just let me just make sure I understand correctly. So you're saying to me that if I go to a bank and I ask that bank to give me a business credit card, that that bank is gonna say, okay, great, you have a business, but I want to check your personal credit. Correct. They're gonna pull my personal credit. And say, oh yeah, Ash got a 750, so mm -hmm. we're gonna give him this business credit card. Mm -hmm. But because it's under my business name, this credit card now is, is is gonna show under my business profile. So it'll never show up on my personal profile because it's a business credit card. And so now when I go to my business to my personal credit and that inquiry is there. I can have it removed because there's no personal account attached to it. Is that what you're saying? Correct. That's what I'm saying. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's the cheat code. Yeah. Yeah. Because if they didn't remove it, and once you go to apply for more um, credit cards and they see those inquiries, too many inquiries, you're going to get denied. Exactly. You can have good credit yeah. and have too many inquiries, and they will deny you for business credit cards. Wow. And so what's the, what's the process of getting inquiries removed off of your profile? So calling the credit bureaus. Right? And saying somebody applied for something in my name and it wasn't me. Mm. And how long does that usually take for it to come on? <laughs> um, Experian, a couple of hours. TransUnion, Equifax, 72 hours. Word. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yo, look, pause this right now. Go check your credit. Mm -hmm. um, and I love that. And so, so you've been able to, um, you know, run this play, right? Been able to get funding. And then once you are getting this funding, you're now using it to buy real estate. How did you get into the real estate game and why, you know, you know, why fixing and flipping? Okay. Or not even fixing and flipping, right? Because you're buying and holding. Mainly buying and holding. Okay. Right? 
So I started investing in real estate actually 2006, mm -hmm. right? Because I hated the post office. Yeah, I started in New York, yeah. transferred down here. I used to get anxiety, right? So I knew real estate, you know, watching on TV, those fix and flip shows. Yeah. So we fixed, um, flipped our first house 2006. Didn't know what we was doing, but good thing, you know, we came out, made like $17,000, but not the 200000 they were talking about on TV, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> then we went into buy and hold them. Right after like four properties, um, we ran out of money because I was buying it the conventional way, um, 20% down, and really didn't know how to analyze the deal, right? But was buying properties, ran out of money. So my plan was to continue working and save enough money to buy one house a year. Fast forward to 2017 when I got injured, I had these same five houses, right? And I was like, you know, by now the internet is out, start learning really about real estate yeah. and came across somebody that was actually talking about buying um, houses with credit cards, mm. but they didn't tell you how to liquidate the credit cards, yeah. right? So I, you know, researched, researched and found that part out. So um, that's how we kind of like got started in it. And when I got injured, I knew that I didn't want to go back, yeah. right? So that's when I started investing. So. Um, was looking in Atlanta because I live in Atlanta, but the prices was was crazy, right? And then I was getting in my feelings, right? Because I'm like, these people that selling the houses in 2011, 12, they bought these houses for maybe ten thousand yeah. dollars, right? And now you're trying to sell it to me for a hundred thousand, right? So I'm getting so mad at myself because I had the money yeah. but didn't. So then I started looking into the Baltimore market. So we bought a property in Baltimore. Um, $70,000 from an auction. The house was worth like one thirty-four dollars at the time, a tenant paying $1,200. Still have this house to today, right? And then I started looking into the Cleveland market because mm. I'm like, oh, wait, they got duplexes for $5,000, $10,000, even though it need rehab. Right. And then went into the Cleveland market wow. and just networked, you know, with people and stuff and grew my rental portfolio in Cleveland. Wow, wow, that's so powerful. Oh, wait, let me say what's sorry. Yeah, and then yeah. fixing, only reason I do fix and flips yeah, yeah. is to pay off those credit cards. Mm. Right, because I want to own all my properties free and clear. Mm, yeah. Right, so that's the reason I do fix and flips to pay off the credit card. Ah, uh, and so just just for clarity, for those who don't know, right, when we say uh, fix and flip, that means you're buying a property that may need some work. Yes. Uh, and then rehab, rehabilitation, mm -hmm. right? So you buy the property that needs some work. You buy it at a lower amount. Correct. You put the you you put the money into it mm -hmm. in order to rehab, to rehabilitate it, to make it look desirable. Yes. Flipping it means now you put it on the market for a higher price. Correct. Um, and then you you keep the difference. So yes. Yeah. So give yeah. me give me an example of a of a fix and flip. Okay. So actually, I'm doing a flip and flip a uh, fix and flip now in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. I purchased the property for seventy thousand yeah. dollars. Right. I use business credit cards. The rehab is fifty three thousand. And we're going to sell it for two hundred thousand. Okay. So I use all business credit cards. So the profit between the hundred and what twenty three hundred and twenty three thousand yeah. dollars between the two hundred thousand, besides yeah. you know a little fee to pay the realtor, mm -hmm. all that is my profit, mm. right? So I'm using zero percent interest credit cards. Wow. So it's not um, a hard money loan when you have all those fees right. and you know stuff like that. All right, so, so don't wait, 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 because I, because I, I, I'm a math guy, so I'm just trying to, I just want, I just okay. want to make this clear for everybody, right? So you have right now you have a property that you that you bought for seventy thousand dollars, right? So you bought this property for seven seventy thousand dollars. It's gonna cost fifty three thousand dollars for you to, um, you Get know, to, 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 to fix it up, right? Mm -hmm. And with little fees, so let's just say sixty grand. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. now that seventy thousand plus the sixty grand is mm -hmm. one hundred thirty thousand mm -hmm. that you didn't take from your pocket. No, this is all money.
The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. That you use from a 0% credit card. Correct. Now $130,000, you buy this property, and then once it's fixed, you're going to sell the property for $200,000. So once you sell that property for $200,000, that money... You're gonna take the 70, the 130, pay the 130 back, and now you made 70,000 cash money that's all yours, that you don't gotta split, that is yours in your <laughs> bank account, real cash money, yes. millionaire in your account yes. off, of, off of a credit card. Correct. Yeah. This is how the banks get rich off of us. Wow. Our money in there, we gotta learn to get rich off of these banks. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so that's fix and flip. Um, Buy and hold. What is what, what is what is what is buying and holding, and what's the benefit of that? So buying and holding is when the process of becoming a landlord, yeah. right? So you purchase the property, you put a tenant in it, and the tenant pays you rent out the rent money. <clears throat> you pay back whatever loan or debt you have, and then you keep the rest, yeah. right? So it's a lot of benefits to buy and hold, right? Plus, when you think about taxes, right? Um, depreciation on your taxes. Um, you know, you can write off every single thing. Um, and then appreciation, right? Because the houses appreciate, right? When I think about a house that I have here in Atlanta that I bought in 2007 from an auction, right? It's not the house we went for, yeah. right? But I'm like, I'm leaving with something, right? Because right. we used to drive around for dollars. That's when you drive around and look for vacant houses. So we, I, me, when I said we, me and my husband, so we knew the street. It was our street, right? So they had a list of houses. So we bid it on it, our street. So after the auction, we all excited. They saying this house is worth 300 and change. So we driving down our street, driving, driving, driving. Cause they was doing rehab on one part of our, one part of our street. We crossed over the railroad where they wasn't doing work yet, Pittsburgh. We get to the block, it's four houses on the block. I'm like, what did we just buy? Wow. But the house was rehab, yeah. right? He put a four rent sign in the ground. Somebody moved in and they was in that house for 15 years. Just recently, we asked them to move because now houses on the block is selling for 600,000. Wow. Right? So now I have that equity between yeah. the 50,000. So now I'm rehabbing that one too. Yeah. So that rehab is about 60, yeah. right? So 110. Yeah. But if I wanted to sell the house, I can sell a house. Well, mine's a little smaller, but I can sell it for about 450,000. Right, right. But that's equity. Wow. That's how you build your wealth. Wow. So when I talk about my rental portfolio, if you minus what you owe and the equity between that and what the house is worth, that's how you get those millions. Wow, wow. How does it feel like um, being a millionaire growing up the way you, you grew up, right? Like, you grew up in a crack era, so I'm talking about, like, like I'm an 80s yeah. baby, but, yeah. you know what I mean? You're probably a little older than me. Respectfully, Just a little. Just a little, yeah. right? <laughs> Well, so so and so I so I'm, I'm like the tail end of, mm-hmm. of the crack era, you know. So so I'm like, you know, like I like I grew up in, during the crack era '88. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. bad, but then mm-hmm. in the '90s, that's when mass incarceration started mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But like, like you like know that era, right? Yes. And yes. to 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 be in that, um, and then now a millionaire. Talk a little bit about that feeling. So it's kind of unreal. Mm-hmm. 
And a lot of times I don't talk about it, mm. right? Because I'm kind of shameful of being successful. Wow. Right, because of where I came from. Wow. And most of my friends is still in the project. When I go back to New York, we still in the project. Yeah. So I really don't talk about it. Um, I don't know now. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's kind of shameful. At the same time, I'm still kind of in disbelief. Yeah. Right, because I dropped out of high school, yeah. you know, in ninth grade. And um, I didn't know anyone that was a millionaire, right? And I always thought to be successful, you had to be an athlete or a drug dealer right. because that's what I saw. Yeah. So I didn't know anything about owning businesses or owning you know, properties or anything like that. Yeah. So um, like, I'm, I'm still kind of like in disbelief. Wow, like wow, when people wow. talk to me, you know, you would, you would never even know because right. I'm not flashy. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm always quiet. You just walk around with a stylist though. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, so to me, it's like just regular life because you know, I don't really, I don't see me how other people see. Me. Yeah, do you, do you, you know, do you think that, um, do you believe that you deserve billions or like, 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 we, oh, yeah, yeah, I definitely deserve, I definitely believe I deserve it, yeah, um, because I work hard, yeah, you know, from, from early on, yeah, um, I always worked hard and. You know, I remember, you know, by the age of 17, like I had two children and I was receiving welfare. And I remember the day when... You said by 17, you had two children. I had two children, one at 16 and one at 17. Word, so, okay. yeah, so I had two children. Yeah. And they, they father was on drugs, wow. you know, in that crack era in the, the 88, yeah. you know, 1988. Yeah. And I remember um, needing two boxes of Pampers wow. and only had enough money for one box of Pampers. Wow. And first I cry, and honestly, I went in the bathroom and I was about to slip my wrist. I had still have like the little more kid and I got scared when I went like this. Wow. And I came out, cause I heard the babies crying. So I came out and was like, Dana, like what you gonna do? Wow. So I went to the store, bought one box of Pampers, I bought a medium. So it was too big on one and too small on the other. Wow. And I'm like, what can I do? So I, it was a Kentucky Fried Chicken across the street. Yeah. I went there and started working in my sister's name so I wouldn't use my, lose my food stamps. Wow. That was heavy, though. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second. That was heavy. And I remember KFC right Yeah, and the corner in, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. Um, Broadway. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that was, I don't even know where to go. <laughs> that was heavy. That was heavy. Hold on. <laughs> Man, I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready for that. And then so, you know, um, and the reason was, uh, so, so the reason why I asked that though, uh, really, I mean, really, at, you know, as a therapeutic for, for me as well, mm -hmm. right? Because um, there does become this time where there's this survivor's remorse. Yes. And, I, and, I, and, it, and it's in a weird kind of way, um, I feel like God has been putting people who have a similar background to me, mm -hmm. uh, who's amassed millions of dollars and, you know, and who's doing well in life, but who came from, um, you know, meager, not even mm -hmm. meager, like low yeah. nothing. Because mm -hmm. um, like I interviewed, you know, someone recently that also, you know, they became millionaires, a couple from the projects, you know what I'm saying? So I think that, you know, I'm starting to meet, you know, uh, these people to to show that this is normal. Yeah, yeah. Right? That this is normal. That regardless of what your background is, regardless where you come from, um, if you have faith in God, mm -hmm. um, if you put whatever the goal 
that you want to accomplish as long as you put that out on front street, meaning that there was a belief system mm -hmm. that, you know what, I want to build wealth, mm -hmm. right? As long as you do that, it really doesn't matter what your background is. It really yeah. doesn't matter where you come from, right? Teenage mom, two kids by 17, yeah. you know, almost committed suicide, mm -hmm. um, but now is a multi-millionaire, uh, helping others become millionaires as well. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about the students and the, the people that you've helped, mm -hmm. you know, along your journey. Yeah. So one of the reasons I wanted to help people was when I got injured at the post office and I was out for five months before I got any type of compensation, right? And I knew people that were still working injured, right? And I knew that people didn't understand the power of investing in real estate and having another source of income. Right, so that's what started my journey on um, helping other people in the mentorship, right? So just helping people to fix their credit because you know, growing up, we wasn't taught about credit. Yeah. And 90% 90, 90 of the people have bad credit. Right. So just teaching people. And that's 90% of everybody, everybody, not even just black people, white people, every, Asian, everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So just wanted to teach people how to fix their credit and leverage their credit and invest in real estate and really just giving them the steps and teaching them how to invest outside of their current market, right? So I have students that have bought houses in Baltimore, bought houses in Cleveland, bought houses in Alabama, have started credit repair businesses, um, started funding businesses and got access to funding. Wow. And you know, when they get access to the funding, they can invest in, you know, whatever business they want to, but people have started trucking businesses also. Wow, wow, wow. And so I love that because from a place of uh, you figuring it out and you building wealth and then now you know you decided all right I'm gonna create this mentorship I'm gonna help other people other people are having this massive success mm -hmm. which is also a boomerang because what mm -hmm. you give is what you get mm -hmm. so now you're giving assistance you're giving help you're giving jewels mm -hmm. I mean even in this episode right now you just taught somebody who's listening mm -hmm. right you just taught them how to make a hundred thousand, a million if they really was paying Correct. attention, taking notes, mm -hmm. but for free, just really yeah. just here's this game, which is why, you know, the, the, the money comes back and you're, mm -hmm. you know, you're able to build wealth. Um, when you think about um, real estate, is real estate the best wealth building tool in your opinion? I, I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because. You know, of course, you got to do a little work up front as yeah. far as like, you know, locating the property, figure out how you're going to fund it, right? Um, but to receive that cash flow, who cannot use an extra two, $2,000 a month, $3,000 a month, $10,000 a month, yeah. right? And then, you know, it helps on your taxes and it builds wealth, right? Because when you go to a bank and they ask you to write down your assets mm -hmm. and your net worth, it's through real estate. Yeah, yeah. Right? Wow. So when they see what your net worth is, they will lend you more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow, that's powerful. That's powerful. And so talk a little bit about your mentorship because we do have a special, uh, you know, you know, uh, you know, special program or mm -hmm. special offer mm -hmm. uh, for our insiders who are watching. Um, talk a little bit about your mentorship yeah. program. So my mentorship is a digital course with on the course, you will learn how to start a credit repair business, how to fix your own credit, how to build business credit solely from the EI number, how to get access to personal business funding. I give you the exact sequence on how to get 300,000 in personal funding and 1.2 million in business funding. Wow. And then how to invest in real estate yeah. from wholesaling, fix and flip, 
um, long-term rental, which is the process of becoming a landlord, and short-term rental also, and also how to start a rental car business, right? Because I call it the ladder to passive income, because there's steps to get there, mm. right? So that's why it's the ladder, and it starts with credit. If your credit is messed up, yeah. it ain't too much you can do, right? right? right. So we have to fix our credit. Yeah. But on that journey to real estate, because if you get one house, it's not going to make you rich, right? So I want you to start another business so that you can have some income coming in while you building that wealth wow. of real estate. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that because, I, you know, when, when I think about, um, you know, again, like you said, the ladder, right? Like a lot of people only focus on one stream of income, but you have to have these multiple streams, even if it's multiple houses, it's whether correct. it's the, the different ways. You know, why, why is why is mentorship important, though, in, in your opinion? Because I know how I have changed my life, right? And I want to learn from somebody else's mistakes, yeah. right? And then when you have questions... Um, you need somebody to go to. And sometimes people say Google, but sometimes you don't know the question to Google, right? right, right? right. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, mentorship is important because I know how it just changed my life, right? Yeah. And I was able to build my rental portfolio, how I was able to get access to funding yeah. and just having someone there to talk to when I needed help. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, within your mentorship program, is it um, is it just the course and that's it? They, they, they do it themselves and figure it out? No, it's no, it's the course and then we have weekly calls. Mm-hmm. So every Tuesday we jump on a call for Q&A and I also have a mentorship counselor, yeah. which if you need someone to talk to, um, that's in place. No, I love that. I love that. Look, InsidePassiveIncome.com is the website uh, where you can get you know uh, access to Dana's program. Check it out. A special offer for our insiders. You know, make sure you learn from somebody who is actually have done it. Like she, she recently resigned, <laughs> right? So I, because I, because I, because I want people to understand, right, that this is somebody who is a multi-millionaire who is regular, everyday person like you and I, and she was able to do this with her job. It, you know, and so whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you have a nine to five, you know, this, you know, following the play is really going to help you create that financial freedom, um, you know, for yourself. So take me back now. Right. So not yeah, all that, you know, right now. Right. Multi-millionaire investor. You have you have students, you have mentees, you're helping people you know, become wealthy. Um, take me back to 17 year old Dana. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, two kids, you know, mm-hmm. uh, ready to, to just call it quits. Uh, what advice would today's Dana give 17 year old? Dana? Um, that one day your children will be proud of you. Mm. And one day your mother will be proud of you because my mother was really disappointed wow. when I was pregnant. Wow. So um, just just stay the course. Yeah. Um, God gave you life for a reason. Gave you those two girls for a reason. Yeah. Right? At the time, well, I knew why I had them, but... <laughs> but now I know, like, yeah. those are my business partners. Right? right? Yeah. So, um, you know, just keep on believing in God and everything's going to work out. Wow. Wow. You, when you say they're your business partners, like, you, you, got, you guys have... Have businesses together. You've you've helped them run the play as well. Yeah. So my oldest daughter, that's my assistant, and Shailen, she's my credit repair specialist on my team. So wow. she runs that business. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so not only were you able to, like you said, your mother's now proud of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have. You, so so you're not you're not just building generational wealth from a standpoint of I, I built this wealth here. You take it. Mm-mm. But now your kids are actually working with you yeah. in the business. Um, they're learning the business. They're mm-hmm. 
able to take this knowledge and you know build wealth for themselves and for right. their family mm-hmm. why wow, it's a beautiful thing and so w- w- what would you say is the, the the hardest part or the most difficult part of you know being a real estate investor or, or entrepreneur for that matter the hardest part i would say really finding balance yeah right balance for myself to really take care of my own health mm-hmm. right um just last started like last week i started getting up six o'clock in the morning walking mm-hmm. Um, just so that I can be healthy and find the time to spend with my husband also. (laughs) So, you know, you know, just being able to really manage my time. Right. Yeah. 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 And I love that. And so what what advice would you give to anybody right now who's watching the show, our insiders who, um, you know, they hear what you're saying. They, you know, believe what you're saying, but they're like, man, like I need. You know, like times are rough. This, you know, there's a recession or there's bad economic times. Like, and they're, and they're trying. They got one foot in, one foot up. They're trying to figure it out. You know, what advice would you give for that struggling person who's trying to figure it out? So I would say, believe you deserve more yeah. and want more, and fix your credit to get access to funding. Because even though we're in a recession, but banks are still lending out money. Yeah. But to people with good credit, right, right, and invest in yourself. Yeah. If you can't afford a, a mentor, or if you're not sure who you can trust, because I hear they say people scam and stuff like that, yeah. um, go down the person page. You know, book a call with them and see if they trustworthy. Yeah. Really see what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and just know that your current situation is in your final destination. Yeah, yeah, and no, I love that. I love that. And then. You know, what would you say is the um, biggest money mistake that you've made so far in your career? Living ghetto fabulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Talk to me. So Talk to me. between, I would say between 2008 yeah. and 2017, yeah. just blowing money, yeah, vacation, yeah. clothes. Yeah. I'm at the post office with a Rolex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. When I could have took that money and invested in properties, mm-hmm. right? When those properties were so cheap between yeah. that time. Mm-hmm. So I would say my biggest mistake was buying material things when I didn't really have a savings, mm-hmm. right? And think about when my mom passed, um, 2012, my mom passed and was working at the post office, mm-hmm. had a tax business making money, yeah. and I didn't have any money to get to New York for her funeral. Wow. Right? And thank God, my husband sold, sold a car that day so we can get to New York. Wow. And after and I came back, I said, Dana, it's time to stop playing. Wow. Pay down your credit cards and save money so that you always have a backup plan. Wow, wow, wow. What, what, what would you say is the most extravagant, extravagant thing you've done with money so far? Um... Bought the Lamborghini. Okay, Lamborghini. <laughs> I saw that Lambo. That Lambo was nice though, too. And, and, and it's a Euros though, mm-hmm. so it's like a fitness. So yeah. Might, might let me borrow that one day. Uh, what, what would you say is the most uh, impactful thing you've done with money so far? The most impactful thing I've done with money? Um, I don't know. But I think the most impactful thing that I have done, and it kind of equates to money, is letting people into my mentorship that yeah. couldn't afford it yeah. to help them change their life. Yeah, yeah. And I love that, though, too, right? Because, like, from an education perspective, you know, a lot of times, people, you know, if you give somebody money or Correct. if you buy somebody something, uh, that's a temporary thing, mm-hmm. right? You're giving them a fish. But, mm-hmm. like... Letting somebody get this free game, mm-hmm. right? Or that game that's not free, free yeah. but to, to get it to change their life, yeah. you know, like that's, you know, huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's next for, for, for Dana Christian? Um, really, I'm on the downhill. Yeah. So, you know, as far as like, I definitely want more rental properties. Um, I don't really have a number, 
But by the time I'm 55, I really just want to really be slowing it down and really enjoy life and enjoy my grandkids. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. All right, y'all. Dana Christian is in the building. Um, Again, if y'all want to tap into her mentorship program, uh, make sure you go to InsidePassiveIncome.com. Uh, all the information is there where you can learn how to access business funding. Because it's not really just about accessing the business funding, no. right? Because, you know, again, you can access the business funding, but if you it's, live that ghetto fabulous life. Yeah, it's really about building wealth. Yeah. It's really about building wealth and learning how to invest in real estate. Yeah, yeah. So now access the funds, but then get the mentorship, right? So don't, so here's, here's what I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Don't listen to this episode and now because she gave you the play on how to access business funding, you access business funding, you work hard to get your credit right, you are doing the right thing, you access this business funding, now you have this money and then you do something stupid that's not using that money, right, to Mm -hmm. gain passive income. Correct. Right? Because that's what the game is about. That's how you build wealth. Yeah. Because, you know, I always say, everybody's goal is really passive income. If you think about it, you work a job for 30 years to retire for what? To receive Social Security and retirement. That's that's good. That's that's passive income, Right. right? But... You don't have to wait wait 30 years, yeah. right? Once you learn how to invest in real estate. Yeah, yeah. So don't wait, right? You don't got to wait 30 years, 40 years <laughs> to get that pension. You can start getting that passive income right now. Inside PassiveIncome.com. Make sure y'all tap in. Miss Dana Christian. Um, any last words for, the, for, for our insiders? Um, believe in yourself and work hard and know you deserve more. All right, y'all. We are closing out the vault. Uh, if somebody wanted to connect with you, uh, where can they find you? I'm on IG. I am Dana Christian. All right, y'all. I am Dana Christian. Make sure you tap in with her. I am Ash Cash. Make sure you visit me. I am AshCash.com. Follow me on all social media platforms at I am Ash Cash. Follow the show, right? Inside the vault, at Inside the Vault on all social media platforms. Our website is Inside the Vault Show. I need you to like. I need you to subscribe. I need you to review. I need you to rate it. I need you to share this with everybody. We need this show to be the number one show in in, in any category because what? Inside the Vault is the greatest money mindset show on the planet. All right, y'all closing out the vault. I'll see y'all next time, same time, same place, in God's will. All right, y'all. Peace. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.